This is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark guards and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. We're here to entertain you. It's about to get strange. It says you're going to win a scratch-off for $5. <laughs> What's going on, everybody out there? All the host heads, all the people out there that in tune into the show. We absolutely love you. Um, yes, as we say, coo-loo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo-coo. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Um, you know, it's happy October. I'm fucking... We're, in the th- we're getting in the thick of it soon. This is like... We'll be essentially... Uh, a week within Halloween, which is pretty interesting. I'm 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 excited. Is that a giant glass of juice. No, it's uh it's iced coffee. With like a little oh, bit. Oh, the, the red's th- making it look like it's juice. A little bit of the liqueur. Um, liqueur. So I've been doing that, which is kind of uh, kind of fun. Uh, I just like I let the coffee sit, and then I just fucking throw a bunch of ice in there, and have some of the little mixture stuff, and it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Babies. I got a super light uh, vodka seltzer right now. I put like just a tiny bit of vodka in it just to get the lips loose, get the, <laughs> the words flowing. That's that's not a bad idea. And, uh, Billy's cringing right now because we're talking about what we're drinking. Yeah, it's true. He's like, oh, God. It's just something we do. I'm never going to fucking stop it. Uh, it's just part of the show because we are a strange brew. And the thing is, slowly, uh, you'll probably see me drink less and less because of the use of psychedelics. But for certain episodes, obviously, I'm going to kind of get a little buzzed up. Um, I took three of my microdosing pills, so I'm feeling pretty good in the morning. I was tired, didn't sleep well last night and shit like that, so I'm ready to go. Um, I went on Is it the lower potency ones that you took. Yes, and nice. I tried Those sound really it. nice. I like that. It was. I said that the air and that's pretty interesting. That like some uh, blue meanies I've heard and they were my favorite so far. But they're also mm-hmm. really high potency where you mm-hmm. like see tons of visuals, but also you're like very like in yourself. Like oh man. But these ones, it was light. Where I'm like, I could have a drink. I could smoke some weed. Where normally I wouldn't do that till like four or five hours after. Where I'm just kind of coming down. And mm-hmm. I was like, I could go to a concert. I could do things on the the mesotepic ones. Mesotep, I think that's what it's called. Um, and uh, I had uh, they're fucking. I liked it. It was it's different. They're one of my favorite kinds now for doing stuff. Fuck yeah, I had the. Uh, I think I took like four of the capsules during Tenacious D of the Penis Envy ones, and Ooh, I've, I've never they had tried some those. edibles with those. That yeah, was oh, a real Jesus. good time. I mean, I was drinking too, but it was... You, put, uh, you, had, you, had, you fucking took microdosing pills, so what, what, what how, a P8 or something? Or were they a P2? Something like that. It was... Uh, I Yeah, I would say they're they maybe a P5, so they were half a gram each pill. Oh, so you took um, a gram. Gram and a half. 
I took about two grams. Okay, that's pretty good. Half a gram of pill, then I took about two grams. Yeah, I dude, I have a stupid high tolerance for drugs. Like I can I can mix like no one's business, and uh, I don't like mixing. It's like, I, it's, uh, it's a family uh, yeah. thing, dude. Like my whole family is is uh, we we develop very high tolerances very quick. I I and don't like. Mixing, I've been doing psychedelics since yeah. I was a teenager, so I don't like mixing booze with it. I've noticed I've done it even Friday. I'm like I'm gonna let it loose and I'm gonna like have drinks because like you know whatever. I started a job like everything's pr- mm-hmm. going pretty well. Chelsea was at a funeral, so I was like I had time to myself. I was like I'm just gonna have some drinks too. And then like I just kept I don't know where to stop. And then I just I'm like up in the morning hungover where I need not to mix because it changes the trip essentially. Um, for sure. But yeah, for anyone that's tuning in, uh, you can look up uh, Psychedelic Tripping Life is a new Instagram I started. And I'm going to start like doing maybe some small YouTube videos um, and categorizing in my trips, essentially, and, and the way that different strands make me feel. I was talking to a buddy and he said that's a good idea and I should probably do that. So for anyone like tuning in, like that's why you subscribe to the YouTube too because there's also different content that's going to be coming through there where I might, it depends how I'm feeling, but during a trip, I might film myself halfway through it, you know, for five, 10 minutes and explain what I'm feeling on these different types of uh, strains. So like, you know, what, like I've had Golden Teacher, B Plus, Blue Meanie, and now the Mezotepc, ones the mexican ones and so i'm going to start categorizing them and actually kind of because i'm kind of experimenting and i'm an experiment doing this i'm gonna start doing something fun with it post like psychedelic art and stuff like that so and this is kind of interesting too because like when was the first time you heard about like black mirrors or uh scrying um, I mean, during my teenage years when I was really getting into the occult uh, yeah. and various forms of divination because I didn't have access to tarot cards until I was in grade 11, I yeah. want to say. Uh, to, to say it in your terms, you fucking Canadian yeah, bastard. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um, and that's when I got my first deck of tarot cards, which was, of course, the uh, the Thoth tarot deck, the, the Crowley. Crowley. I was of course obsessed. you fucking did. Yeah. I got like the little like I, I, I think my mom got it for me. Maybe I got it from like a bookstore because I've said that story before. Where I was in that city where I was like, mom made me go to school. She's like, you mm-hmm. need to go back to school. So I would always have some change or some little bit of money, and I would go to this bookstore that was in this city that I was going to school at because she worked there, and I would just buy books because they they're going out of business. So I was buying like books like JFK books stuff like that, and this was like when I was like fucking sixteen. So like yeah. I still was super into this shit, and I was this is when I was starting to get my toe into the water of like conspiracy and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I was always always into paranormal. If you've listened Same. to the show, you know that I've played around a mess of Ouija boards that will lead up to our Halloween special, but. The, this is kind of in the same realm to me of like trying to contact something from another side. It's using divination. A, a mean, um, yeah. No, it's, it's absolutely divination. It's, it's the same thing as any other form of divination. It's the same thing as cards. It's the same thing as runes. It's the same thing as fucking um, crystal balls. It has most. It's it, it, it has more parallels with crystal balls than with any other because they are a, a scrying like a I have rune stones actually too uh, I have them somewhere which is kind of funny you shake up the bag they're actually like yeah, very oh, I, nice made so I feel like I've talked about this on the show before but when I was hitchhiking we would um we would do divination for donations when we were out that was our thing like our busking because we didn't play instruments and shit mm-hmm. and I read runes um, and my buddy read cards because I had I brought them both and he'd never read runes before so I was like well fuck it I'll do that and you can use my cards because he knew how to read tarot. And and we'd do that when we'd go park up in little shops and stuff. If they were cool and they'd let us hang out there and it'd be like, well, how much does this cost? It's like, it doesn't cost anything. But if you feel like, you know, throwing us a couple bucks for the road or whatever, fucking 
we accept donations. You're one of those like goth kids. It's <laughs> like super into the occult shit. Like I was. No, I absolutely was. So like, um, so could you get back to the scrying thing? So yeah. the first thing I had was a like a a black bowl. Yeah. Like a, a a plain black bowl that I would fill with water because that's the first thing that I learned to scry in was was water. Um, mm-hmm. like when you're like drawing down the moon when you get into Wicca when you're a fucking teenager and shit. Did you see it? Did anything happen? Did you ever have? Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had experiences. I don't I don't necessarily uh, remember a good portion of them as as is the tradition. Um, but it, just just mild stuff. It, it's more insight into your unconscious than it is necessarily yeah, direct fortune telling, unless you you know are fully on board with the the fortune telling and the divination stuff. But I'm always that person that's like there's a lingering bit of doubt. Yeah. In my head, so it's uh, you know, but and then uh, that mirror my brother made uh, and he gave made to it? me. Yeah, he uh, scratched all the fucking stuff off of it, and it was originally a mirror, and now it's just a, a beautiful scrying mirror. We're gonna get into like how cool. you're supposed to do this, but I heard that you can Hold even just take. The, uh... Yeah. Oh, weird. It's still kind of reflective though, a bit. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be reflective. I heard that you can literally like take a mirror and paint it black and it can still serve the same purpose. Yes, you can. Because it's still going to be glass and it's still going to reflect. Unless you put like that super matte black on it. But even yeah. then, what all you're doing is you're gazing into the abyss, you know, like Nietzsche oh, said yeah. sometimes. Which when you I want to do into the abyss, sometime, the abyss gazes back into you. Is I've yet to do that, but uh, on when I take higher doses, I really want to do what you've done, and I just want to like sit in a dark ass room and just stare. Like I've done it when we've done like movies outside, is like look into the darkness. But I would love to just like pitch black room and just stare and see what the fuck I can see. My favorite thing to do was uh, like early in my my psychedelic usage would be to go over to my friends' places or whatever because I was still living in the city at the time, and they lived out where there was grass and stuff. So we would just wait until like. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd drop them or whatever around 8 or 9, and then it would get really dark, and on a nice clear night, we would just lay in the grass and stare at the sky. I, yeah, because I've done it when, we're, when we've been outside watching movies. The stars and, and when you look up is fucking crazy because it looks it's like awesome. things connect and shit like that, and they reflect differently, and it's, it's Dude, you think crazy. that's crazy, though? Like, go to a place that has as minimal light pollution as possible and yeah. do it. You want to fuck with your head, man. Like, that's the whole, like, you start doing that, you have those moments where you're like, how the fuck can anyone in their right mind believe that we could be, could even possibly be the only thing that there is? Yeah, yeah, like, for sure. Like, when I when I was driving to, we, we drove to California at one point in time, and we drove through the desert, like, like the New Mexico, Arizona desert, in the middle of the night. Like, it was like 3 a.m. There isn't a light for miles. And you look up, and you're like, that's why they call it the Milky Way. Because it's it's just yeah. it's so textured. There's just so much so going on that you're like, shit, dude, oh this God. is why our ancestors worshipped the sky. Yeah. Because like like if you were a primitive person and you looked up and you were just like, yep, nope, that's God. Cool. Yeah. Weird. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just, it is. It does make you think. Um, you know, I'm I'm not someone that uh, believes that we're the only thing out there. It's impossible. I don't think most of our listeners are those kind of people either. I think <laughs> no. So. What is Black Mirror scrying? And uh, as Anton pointed out um, at the beginning, I kept saying scrying and like, I was like, and I've I've known about this for a long time, like the same time around the Ouija board. I never used it, but looking into the the dark and the occultism stuff and spirituality, I did hear about it as a teenager because also I messed around Ouija boards since I was like 12. Yeah. So I kind of, 
I knew about this stuff, um, but I never used it. This freaked me out more than the Ouija board because you're like looking because you can see like to me, the Ouija board, you're contacting something where you're, it's speaking through your energy where this it's like you could actually see something extremely scary if it if some sort of demon or dark energy quotations w- was around you. So the way that I used to do it, and I don't know if we're going to get into it with this, but like when I had the bowl uh, that I would do it with is I would take uh, a handful of herbs, generally stuff that I would get from the uh, the Renaissance Festival. Yeah. Um, you know, like like varying like lavender and other other offerings that you would have. And I would burn them in my cauldron and I would allow the smoke to drift up to my face. Yeah. Um, and if I had like, you know, some leftover stems or something from some weed, I'd put it in there as well. <laughs> and uh, and then you look through the uh, yeah, I mean, I am, but <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Uh, you look through the smoke into the mirror, and that's how you can really get shit to start oh, like yeah. popping. That's fucking you know, trippy. like you want to freak yourself the fuck out, do it like that. But you can also do it with a regular mirror. Um, I, uh, I so I the one weird experience that I had, I'll I'll talk about later. But yeah. that wasn't with an obsidian mirror. That was with just a straight up mirror. <sighs> yeah, and. Uh, it's crazy because I always tell the potency of psychedelics by staring into a mirror. And then if I like start staring and I can see some, I'm like, Oh fuck. Where the ones I took, the lighter ones, uh, the Mexican ones, they weren't as like it, 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 you, every strain you look different in different ways. Are you saying the Mexican ones are lazy? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fucking true, though. Uh, they're not as potent. We love our Mexican listeners. Yeah. That was a joke. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's fucking interesting because you start to see things. You're like, what is, wh- who I am? Who am I? What is this shit? What is life? How real is this? Like, it's, f- and stuff like this and the occultism also makes you question a lot of that stuff. Well, we've, we've talked about this before, not to get too off topic when we're on the strong thing, but like for psych- me with psychedelics, one of the most profound things that I had happen to me was. When you reach that moment, not necessarily of ego death, but of like the acceptance of death. Because I mean, I've done fucking salvia. I've done you know a bunch of incredibly strong psychedelics to the point. Salvia is a psychedelic, is it? Salvia is an insanely strong. Salvia is what I like to refer to as angry DMT. I don't like it that much, man. DMT, yeah, DMT will like grab you by the hand and be like, "Hey, I want." Unless you snort it, in which case it hurts like a motherfucker, but then you break through and you're fine. Um. But DMT is much more like takes you by the hand and it's like, hey, come with me. I want to show you some stuff. And Salvia is very much like, sit the fuck down, asshole. I got something to tell you. It's like, okay, all right. I I don't like Salvia. It's not fun. I've done it four times, but I'm not a... Not a huge fan. First time I did, I was wearing headphones around my neck, and I felt like there was a snake on my neck. And this chick that... And you just laugh and shit. And this chick I was with when I was a teenager, she looked like she started turning into a witch. Like, her face went green and shit. It was scared that she yeah. were outside of a convenience store, sitting at a bench. Cool. And I was like, holy fuck. And then I did it with my buddy, where once you do it, um, you know, two or three times, you understand the buzz of it. And it's yep. not as potent, because then you understand, like, what your mind's going through. And my buddy did. I watched him just, like, sit there laughing. And he was saying mm-hmm. that he felt like he was in a classroom, and all these desks were flying by him. And he was just like, ha, ha, ha. And I was, like, sitting there, like, under, I, I, like, it wasn't as potent for me, because I've done it before. Yeah. And he, f- he was, like, he was freaking out for, like, 20 minutes. So, like, oh. <laughs> Jesus. Well, like, one of the most profound things that I ever had that, like, that came to me, and I, it stuck with me, and I, I'm grateful for it. Is uh, the, during one trip, I you know got home after tripping, and I was laying in my bed, and my heart was just racing, uh, and I I I started to have the thoughts where I was like, man, 
I've probably done too many things. I've, I've not <laughs> taken the greatest care of my body. I smoked cigarettes for way too long. I didn't eat very healthy or do exercise or all that shit. So I'm like, this this might be it for me. I might My heart might just stop because it really feels weird. <laughs> yeah. And then my brain started thinking about it. And I got to the point where it was like, I die. I go in the ground. I decompose. I feed the soil. The soil feeds the grass. The exactly grass feeds. And like went into the full circle of life thing. Yeah. And by the time it was that thought process was done, I was so at peace with everything where I was like, you know what? Like, despite everything that's going on, this is just kind of the same as it's always been. And it will continue to always be this way, you know? And it's like, it allows you, but that was like the most profound. Yeah. That was like the most profound thing that I ever had happen to me on psychedelic. I I could probably, I got to slow down doing higher doses probably because who knows, like you're not supposed to be taken probably as often as I am, but I'm experimenting essentially. And, you know, with my waking life of like, you know, Chelsea's like, you're always on like a different level and it's, it's sometimes hard. And I was like, no, I get it. Like, I got to slow down a bit and then choose my perfect times. But because I'm so interested by it and trying all these different strains, now I want to categorize how I feel on them and then pick, okay, what one would I want for if I'm going out and doing something? What one would I want for this? And that will come later with my talks about psychedelics and stuff like that. Right. So It's bla- medicine. You should use yeah. it, not abuse it. But anyways, no. Black Mirror. So yes. Black Mirror scrying is often scrying. <laughs> Black mirror scrying is often referred to as a magic mirror scrying, scrying, and it is highly. You're gonna do it all episode. God, I know. <laughs> I don't know why my brain wants to pronounce it that way. And it's a highly effective psychic tool. It can impart um, hidden information and clairvoyant abilities to the user, as well as serve as a conduit to other realms of existence, which makes sense because it's like a Ouija board. You are the conduit for the spirit to talk through. Yes. Um, so many traditions, mysteries, uh, many traditional mystery schools, which will probably come down the road. Uh, uh, and I think that I'm sure me and you end up talking about it. And like Oracle temples have been used. They used it in the past. And so the, the Golden Dawn's yeah. real, uh, very big advocates of scrying. Yeah. And obviously this goes way back in the day too. the, uh, Historic traditions of black scrying mirrors can now be rediscovered by serious students of the magical arts, and these practices are resurfacing. And the thing, too, is I watched, um, didn't like it as much as I thought I would. Um, oh, yeah, uh, for a body that's in tune, there's tons of different strains. There's over 200 different strains of fucking magic mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing as same thing as herb. It's just you, it's you breed, you crossbreed. They come from different regions, it's different, different, different uh, things breeding do different things. It's it's like and they're all good for your brain. Every single strain is good for your brain, but some of them do different things. So look into Paul Stamets uh, oh, if, yeah. if you have any questions about that. Stamets is is a fucking I and it's Paul not Stamets. just psychedelic mushrooms that he talks about. It. It's it's everything and and the mushrooms are technically the immune system. A fungus is technically the yeah, immune system of, the of Earth. planet Earth. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then you start to realize, holy shit, his talks. I got my buddy into it. It's pretty incredible. Um, but like, you know, this idea of like that you're using these magical properties and stuff like that, it is like kind of interesting because it goes back so far. And so I watched last night, Hocus Pocus, not gonna lie. It wasn't. Don't fucking say a single word to me about it. I haven't watched it yet. I don't want to hear anything anyways, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoiler for anyone. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say that they do dive into like. Almost, and it's a kids' movie, and Chelsea's like, you gotta stop looking into things so deeply. But I'm like, they, it's the use of like, it shows if you pay attention to the movie, the use of like, um, right hand path magic and left hand path magic. They don't say it, but you can tell that they're trying that's to how the, reference it. That's how it was in the first one too. The first one was literally that was one of the cool things about the original Hocus Pocus mm-hmm. is that for a Disney movie, you're like, this thing is dripping 
with occult lore. Yeah. Dripping. The black flame candle is a candle oh, made yeah. out of human fucking fat. That's like, true. it's a thing. The book is essentially the Necronomicon. It's bound yeah. in human skin, it's inked in blood, and like. And I feel like if we don't talk about it this year, maybe next year, we could do a Hocus Pocus 1 and 2, even through yeah. Aaron's show or your show, because that's kind of. Like that's realm is your guys' thing, so it could be interesting to do a whole talk on that because there's it goes deep in movies and lore and so scrying scrying is the man is the manic art of staring in or on upon a crystal or dark meal while relaxing the physical eyes and yeah I've heard that where you like just relaxing get yourself in this like zone and allowing the inner psychic eyes to open like I would say I would think like your third eye and receive desired visions or like information um, yes. which makes a lot of sense to me right like so you know you have to like decidedly unfocus everything in your brain. You have yeah. to be staring at this and and essentially paying full attention to it while not paying attention to it at all. And then you just glance at it and you're like you just try you and do your a best trance, to do your sort of. You yeah, you do your tantric breathing exercises, you you slow your heart rate, you focus and you disassociate. Um, and then once you've been able to successfully disassociate, that's when you start to get stuff. It's so interesting because essentially, yeah, it's like when you like can stare at something, you know, when you're like in the classroom and you just fucking zone out and you like just stare at like, yes, out of your, that's what I feel like you have to do is almost like that's that. a Zen mind state. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, yep. it's like stare off. And the thing is, you can see things out of your peripherals. There's been times on mushrooms that I, I think I see something in my peripheral, like walk by or a shadow. And I'm like, it's something I, I asked the last trip I was on. I was like, is something there? Like, is something around me? Because I always talk to myself, especially when I'm alone. And my buddy was like, I can't believe you do psychedelics alone. I was like, I've done them numerous times alone now, like four or five times. And I like it because you dive deeper into yourself and stuff like that. And there's been times like on Friday when Chelsea's away, I was like, is there something around me? Like when I'm and talking to myself and like thinking about these things and say and verbalizing it. I was like, there's something around me. I was like, could you knock twice? And I was like, and then when that thought, I was like, maybe don't do that. I don't want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to. If I heard that and it, on psychedelics, you have like no fear. Really, yeah. Like, there's no fear involved with stuff, but then it's like curiosity a, more than anything. Oh, I man, think it's like I mean, weird. you can get the fear. It's yeah. uh, the fear is very much a, a a mind state that that many psychedelic users from the '60s will vividly describe. Yeah. So, uh, have you done mushrooms in the snow yet? No, which I'm curious about. This Bro. will be interesting. I gotta I, uh, do it. So, uh, the last time I did mushrooms in the snow. Uh, no, actually, sorry, just two times ago that I did Mushrooms in the Snow, because the last time I did it, they weren't very potent at all, yeah. and the most I got was, we were out camping, uh, and we were sitting on uh, Thunder Rocks, and I'm looking up at the tree line, and all I got was this blue fractal along the tree lines, and I was uh. like, neat, but that was it, that was literally it, but the time before that, I uh, it was snowing really bad, and I was still living um, in my old place, and I was like, dude, I got some fucking mushrooms, I'm bored as shit, I got the next three days off. I'm going to pop some mushrooms and go for a walk. And I put on, oh, like, crazy. black metal. Fun. Oh, that's I funny. put on, like, like straight-up Norwegian black metal I in my fucking that. headphones. Like just, it's like, like, burrs them and shit, so it's like, Wah! just fucking, like, stupid tones and, like, like heavy <laughs> yeah. shit. And I'm walking through, and I'm like, I'm just going to fucking turn into a wolf, and I'm just going to run. I'm just going <sighs> to... It's funny how different music, <laughs> different music uh, taps into different things. Where I showed you, I'm really into London Grammar now. Uh, this artist yeah. is amazing. Her voice is incredible, and, and all her songs always make me cry. Like they do. They're so like heart 
they pluck your heartstrings. But then if you get into like I like NF uh, NF this rapper that Billy likes, but he's like very like he's different. And the actually I've joked to Billy, it kind of looks like him. He's a skinny white dude, but it, it it changes like your mood. Where all of a sudden I'm pumped up. His music makes me pumped. Where then if you switch, you can cry if, like in an instant of like yeah. it's crazy. So obviously so I think I have a theory that a lot of that has to do with the bass and and the heavy tones because like yeah. bass and drums are directly connected to our hearts. No, like, if you think about it, the reason drumming is such a primal, like, yeah, it's because it's our heartbeats, and it's, like, it, we connect to that, and, like, being in a group of people and stuff. Like, at least that's just my theory, and, you know, I, I could be completely off the mark on this, um, but that's just something that's always, like, kind of associated yeah, in my, in and my that's brain. why I'm excited to, you know, dive down this maybe psychedelic podcast realm of doing videos about it. And that's, you know, we'll get into different things as we talk about these subjects because we're looking like this is our lives and our like waking life uh, beyond the podcast and stuff like that. Because I like I did have that really powerful trip where I was like shitting myself all night, sweating, and then like I went outside and like uh, it was not raining, but there was thunder and like not even thunder. There was just lightning, and I could see it over the trees. And I stood there, I was like, "This is fucking so trippy." It, oh, it was it was fucking crazy. And I want to. I'll get into my trips you and you will and stuff like that when we talk about the, that side of the podcast. And you know what else music helps with? It helps with uh, visualizing when you are scrying. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, you put on you put on some uh, like some tribal stuff in the background, I could or see even that. just I could see a that. nice low beat, like like not enough to draw your attention away from it, but just to be in the background and kind of help your mind get to a place. Like very Do similar you think with psychedelics. Beats would help. Oh like uh, yeah, sort of I, headphones. Uh, I've never like tried it. So, here's my thing with binaural beats: is that very much could be like like we don't know like whoever made them. Like if you make them your them them yourself, sure, because you know the intention behind it. But what if somebody is is trying to use these to psychically attack you? Yeah, that's and that's where it gets dangerous. And eventually, this will dive into stuff like that. We'll talk about when it comes to like psychic vampires could be in a whole episode because I believe that people out there are really like this, even if they may not even fucking know it. And they're like draining people's energies and shit like that. We all have met psychic vampires at some point 100%. in our life. It doesn't mean that they are, you know, Colin Robinson and they're this ethereal yeah. being. But I personally know at least three people that I would consider psychic vampires because when you spend any amount of time around them, you're just like, Oh, you're draining oh, me. Oh my fucking... fucking God. Would you stop? Yes. Like, yeah. And you're, you're, you're physically drained and it alters your mood. And to me, so that true. is the definition of a psychic vampire. So, and like, you want to go into a trance. The whole idea is like getting yourself yes. set to go inside, inside like this trance. So you're able to use this, um, to tap into things beyond our realm. And uh, mm -hmm. it can serve as a fo like a focus point for visualization as well as a portal to the astral dimension. And it gives you supposedly access to the Akashic Records. Um, which Do you want to just briefly talk about the Akashic Records? Because I think we'll eventually talk about it. So I might be off the mark here with remembering, but the Akashic Records, if, if memory serves, is basically the library that exists on the astral plane. Yeah. It is where the lives. sum of the universe's knowledge mm -hmm. is stored. You know, it, that that's the place that you go to if you're seeking answers that aren't available yeah, on this world. That makes sense. So while many describe it or explain the concept in different ways, it, in essence, the Akashic Records are believed to be a, repo uh, a, a fucking goddamn it. Um, <laughs> repository. <laughs> repository. Jesus, man, I should fucking take three pills. Of every thought, word, and deed of every living being, good, bad, and awful, in all times, past, present, and future. So, so it's, basically, it's like, an, when it's you're... everything. 
yeah, it's like, a like that, that of whole myth of the uh, yeah the whole the whole myth of the Saint Peter opening the book at the end of your life, or the the idea. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to upset yeah, our Christian listeners. Wrong, I'm sure of which wrong. there are fucking two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> uh, the the book that they open and they're like, well, here is stored all of your deeds and your yeah. thoughts. Which the thoughts thing I think is a little fucked up because if you can be penalized for your thoughts, then what does the deal with intrusive thoughts? Yeah, I know because um, I believe it should that, be your actions. Well, not your yeah, you're, like, because there could be. I believe uh, in people like you know David. I can amongst other people talk about this, uh, where. If you, sometimes you think a thought that's not yours, you're like, why am I thinking this? And there's uh, this idea that darker energies can actually influence your mind and your thoughts mm-hmm. and, and like and trickle things that are bad inside your mind. So it could lead you to do bad things. Maybe Jeffrey Dahmer or fucking Ted Bundy, people like that, where they maybe get possessed or have someone tap into that subconscious and uh, like make m- fucking monsters. And I believe that's possible. I always thought that serial killers could be possessed. So. I think I think you have to actively take that first step. Yeah. Necessarily. So I think in Dahmer's case, if he would have never killed the first person, he might not have been open he just to that. But I think maybe <laughs> when you're oh, he needed a fucking good mental health yeah. practitioner. I know. He needed a society that was a little more accepting and open. But there are plenty of people who went through the same shit that he went through and, and didn't end I up fucking killed. I wouldn't say they were fine. I would say they're still extremely damaged individuals. Mm-hmm. But they didn't go on, you know, a murder spree. Yeah, and they that's didn't become like, cannibals. What's that's, that? I, I, th- I think what what part of it is is when you give into that the darkness inside of you that everything else just slips away. It's in, like, it's yeah. the same way that like, if somebody starts doing heroin, they're yeah. not going to think twice about doing crack. No, you know? And the thing is, so too, yeah. And the thing, we, that's also coming too, is I really want to dissect. We've covered him in the past with me and Billy, but me and Aaron and Anton are talking about actually dissecting the whole series. And I really just want to talk about him as a person and like his dad and how this show really shows all the different aspects of his life. And it's, and well, I said strike while the iron's hot because it's very interesting, and yeah. I think all of our thoughts will be very different, but also the same on this. So, and then you obviously it's crazy if this exists, and I think that it's quite possible it could, where it's like essentially the infinite memories of every single person, every living soul, and it's just kind of like stored of records of like your soul journey. You know what I mean? Like in, a, in, mm-hmm. in the, listening to the book, uh, The Law of One, I want to get onto the second uh, book, but essentially it's kind of the same thing where it's just like you, people are able to, um, these these beings in higher levels and how you can reach higher consciousness, da, da, da. Like the Akashic Records are a store, uh, they're stored of all the experiences of every soul, which is fucked <clears throat> if that exists. So, but those familiar with their records report that there is no judgment or implied penalties in the records because like it's just it, you you're living in this experience and there's no judgment beyond this because it's, it's just, just an experience. a story and you're allowing yourself your um what's that fucking thing where it's like you're you're the one infinite creator experiencing itself and shit like that like what was the what was the Bill Hicks bit where he's like, I want to hear a positive fucking acid story. Today, a young man on acid realized that we are all just matter <laughs> condensed to a slow vibration, experiencing itself subjectively through the eyes of many. Uh, there is no such thing as death, and we are but the imagination of ourselves. That's not. It's kind of true. It like that does make sense. 
And um, I think that's a thing that every experienced psychedelic user has come. Mm-hmm. That that's that's a, that's a epiphany that they've all come to at one point in time. Because then you just well, you know how it is, and not to get back on the psychedelics thing, but you know yeah. how it is when you're in the midst of a heavy trip and you're having these profound thoughts, oh, yeah. or at least what we perceive to be profound when we're on the trip, and it's just like you you get to almost completely visualize the circle of life in in every like connective tissue where it's like I get it like, yeah. like that's the only thing I could really describe is that every now and again during a heavy enough trip if you're in the right mind state you will get that point where you're like I get it mm-hmm. this this all makes sense now and it's like it's okay everything is just gonna be okay it allows you know? your mind to change and, and like I felt I feel better. And I feel more happy and caring for people and shit like that. And it has changed my life is why I want to talk more about it. Um, yeah. So essentially, the, it's 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 pretty much, it's simply a record of each soul's journey through the infinite. That's literally what it is. And it's your story. It allows you to communicate with higher realms of the subconscious. And conventionally, crystal balls is obviously a wonderful instrument as well, although it is more difficult to scry with or using it more pricey. Oh, it's usually more pricey. So Yeah, I, when I was reading that, I was like, ball. I was like, man, I'm like, scrying mirrors really aren't that pricey. And then I re- realized that they were talking about crystal balls. I was like, yeah, that is fucking expensive. Because it's a ball of crystal. Yeah. Like, like, that has to be cut. It has to be smoothed. It has to be shaped. It has to be polished. It can't have too many imperfections in it. Though, personally, I do prefer using crystal balls with minor imperfections. Yeah. Because it, it adds to it a little bit. But you really do want a clear Well, I'm wondering if, like, part of me, because of psychedelic stuff like that, obviously, I'm, I'm, part of me is, like, do crystals work? Like I, I, like I want to actually do an episode about crystals and then dive into the research. Like, okay, can these things actually help people? Is it connecting your energies? In certain crystals, do different things because I know people that are into them. Like, is it? Uh, does it actually work? Like, so I want to dive into that also down the road too. So. There are several ways to scry with a black mirror. Here's what we're going to talk about. There's two, okay? The how to scry for divination and how to scry for... Um, ev- evocation. Evocation? Because I've never heard that word before. Summoning. So, oh, weird. You're trying to evoke something. That's interesting. So to get started, you need to do a little step up. First, your mirror step up should look, I guess you would think, with something like this. You need something black. Um, place the black mirror at an angle where the ref- it reflects little to nothing is, is how you kind of want it. You don't want it to really reflect on uh, much of anything. And, uh, and so if you wish, you can also do a uh, essentially a full circle in front so you can see the reflection and then you can focus on that and try and conjure something within the circle as well. That makes sense. Because like, uh, so <clears throat> you, you put it at an angle... Um, and it reflects a little nothing, you know, maybe it may be kind of difficult, but you just try your best and you can place, uh, it on an altar if you wish. And we're not talking about like a Jeffrey Dahmer altar. We're talking about just like a fucking, uh, anything you use that you turn into a sacred place yeah. is an altar. Yeah. So let's, let's get that definition on here. It doesn't have to be a stone slab with an inverse pentacle on it or, mm. you know, the sigil of Baphomet on it or anything that you don't want. It just has to be a sacred place that you use to do your magical workings. So technically you can grab your magical accoutrement, go out to the forest, which is something I prefer to do, go out to the woods where you're not going to be bothered, get a nice little stone slab or a piece of bark, like anything the the woods offers you up as, as a tool. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't go peel a piece of bark off of a tree. You're supposed to take a gift from the forest. And don't take without leaving. So I always like to bring a little bit of tobacco or something with me. And if, if, if you know, the, 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 the spirit of the forest gives you a gift, you leave a little bit of an offering. Well, what if I, what if return. I, like, pee on a tree and be like, here's, here's a little bit of me, forest. Or I only, if on you've, <laughs> only if you're tripping on mushrooms, because if you're tripping on mushrooms <laughs> and you piss out the spores, it could cause them to grow there. So. Yeah, that would be fucking crazy. So yeah. obviously... Go, uh, to, go take a shit next to a tree when you're tripping, <laughs> yeah. when you're coming down, you come back three days later and you're like... Whoa, mushrooms. Sprouting, bro. baby. So if you wish, uh, cast a circle in front of the black mirror so you can easily see it from the center of the circle. Do any protection rituals. Obviously, this is where you do them. Place and then light a candle on either side of the mirror, which I've heard. It, it depends. You can use black candles. You can use probably any style candle. It's the same way when you're doing like... Uh, folklore ritual stuff like you know Bloody Mary Bloody Mary is having like a dark black candle while you're doing this which eventually who knows you might dive deeper into the idea of uh, Bloody Mary because it is interesting and you can use the, the same color or different it doesn't really matter if in doubt put two tea light candles on either side generally a good scrying session will burn two to three tea lights I guess around your the mm-hmm. mirror it ultimately doesn't matter all that much which you do it's and like we've talked about with magic before it's all about um intention Intent. it's always yes. about so intention always. the color candles help you visualize your intention so yeah. say you're doing a ritual because you're like i want money and you're doing some chaos magic fucking money shit green candles will help you yeah, or depending on like, like it, for your case pink and blue because mm-hmm. you have weird monopoly money yeah, sure. um it's true <laughs> But uh, yeah, so any anything that really it helps to evoke and solidify yeah. your intent, uh, it, it really is just a matter of, of focusing and and trying to visualize what you're attempting to do as much as possible, while also shutting your brain off, which yeah, is what true. is very difficult for most beginners to wrap their heads around. Is like you have to be focused yet completely open. That's why, uh, like, um, you know, psychedelics allows you to tap into that side, but it's it's hard. I Meditation is hard for me, and even my buddy that's known me since I was, like, and he uses psychedelics, and we've been talking more because he's going through his own shit, and he's, he's like, you don't know how to quiet your mind. He's like, if, as long as I've known you, you always have music going, I sleep with a fan on. Like, I don't like silence because silence necessarily like, scares me to dive deep inside my mind mm-hmm. in that way, in a sober mind, where I could do, it like, probably silence on shrooms and stuff like that, but... It just, I don't, like, meditation, and I've tried astral projection, it genuinely kind of scares me, because I feel like if something happens, I'm going to be lost. I don't know how, yeah, is that the best way to say it, but... I think when you've lived through a certain amount of trauma, mm-hmm. uh, and, and when you've had as much psychic damage as, as, say, you or I have had, it becomes very difficult to shut it off. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree. I agree with that. So And also, to me, that, yeah. that almost seems like you're open to more, yeah. because you're under constant bombardment from everything around you. That's so. true. So the real key is putting the candles in the right place. You want them to the side or a little in front of the mirror. So it f- it's fully illuminated, but the candles are not reflected. So mm-hmm. it's still like light and hit, kind of hitting it. Um, but options, obviously, you can burn incense, incense in front of uh, the mirror, as you kind of said. Um, especially slow burning resin on a coil helps people see things in the mirror more easily. Some people mm-hmm. says it doesn't affect much, but it might actually allow you to help. So then you need to get a lower brainwave state. So meditate for long enough to get into and maintain a deep relaxation state of magic. And obviously you got to do that. You really like, and I'm sure 
it would be interesting to take like a gram to even three, especially it depends on what kind of strain of something like a psychedelic or LSD and, and try to get in that mindset and uh, do this. I wonder if you could invoke anything. Um, well, Oh on, yeah. Like, because your mind is also on a different level. Absolutely. We've, um, when I was, when I was traveling, uh, I firmly believe that we invoked a couple forest spirits uh, to help guide us and, and make sure that we got to where we were going safe uh, because we had a couple times where there was like a deer that would just show up. Like That's it crazy, looked like the yeah. same deer every time. And it was like, it would show up in places that there was no way that it could have gotten into. Like one of the places it got into was this fenced off like hydro pump area. That was weird. just a tiny stone building surrounded by fence that was way too high to jump. And it was just chilling in the fence and then, you know, we, we gave it its proper respect and it, it turned and walked away. And then I was like, you know what? I'm curious. I'm going to go walk around the fence to see if it got out. And the, there was no hole in the fence anywhere. That's kind of so. crazy because I'm at, like, I would love to, especially hopefully in the future, you know, do psychedelics with you and be able to go do something or go camping and stuff like that. Like it's it's starting to loosen where Canada uh, people are starting to get visibly very angry about what the government is doing. And it's going to come. Oh, I think shitheads on its way out. Yeah, I think you guys are. I think you guys are all about to be Look like what, this ain't ever happening again. Look what happened out east, okay? They had a big fucking storm, right? Like, it was really bad. Um, a lot of flooding and stuff like that in Nova Scotia and stuff like that. And, like, and he he wanted people to donate to the Red Cross, and he will match the donations of our own money to the Red Cross, but he yeah. gave $2 billion to the U.N., of our money. So it's just, it's so hypocritical. He doesn't want to help his own citizens out. It's fucking sad where Canada is right now. And I'm, mm -hmm. I'm trying to be as positive as possible, but the government hates you. Just get used to it and fucking wake up to that because it's got to change. I don't even think the government hates you. The government is so indifferent to you and your suffering yeah. that it feels like hatred, but it, it really is just negligence. Yeah. So obviously, so when you get in these flow states, essentially this brainwave state, it's like a flow state, like how you can, um, when you're doing like microdosing and you can like keep writing, like it gets you in this flow state of like, right, right, right. So it's kind of like relaxing everything. So that's the thing that a lot of people who practice tantric yoga and meditation and, uh, you know, like tantric sexual practices and what have you view psychedelics as a shortcut. Yeah, for like sure. They, they guess, almost yes. look down upon them. They look down their nose at them where they're like, you can't do it naturally. You have to take these things. Yes, I do. And it's like, dude, it's, it's a fucking tried, tested, and true medicine. Yeah. Like, if you're not, a, like, don't get me wrong, there are plenty of people that abuse the medicine. Yeah. But that's like the old, the old, you know, adage that, that all shamans used to know, which is what's the difference between a medicine and a poison? The dose. That's fucking true. That's yeah, so true. Like, more often than not, like, you can use something that would be considered toxic in a small enough dose. Yeah. To heal, you know? Yeah, I Not agree. all, not everything, obviously, but that, that really only applies to natural type shit, not yeah. man-made shit. Yeah, not fucking... Except for hemlock. Karma. Don't drink hemlock, kids. Yeah, <laughs> so by this time, uh, you know, and, and we're like, we're meaning kind of like a three to 20 minute thing of just getting your brain in like a relaxed position. And, you know, it could be three to five minutes of straight, like without thoughts interrupting you. It's just kind of clearing your mind. If you cannot do this, stop here and practice meditation for a while until you can. Meditation is the core skill for most occult work and particularly yes. scrying. So like you have to get in these states. So if you have no occult skills, uh, this is the first place to start is by meditating. Train your focus to be able to stay focused on one thing for at least three minutes at a time. And you may be able to find success with scrying without learning to meditate, but the deck is stacked against you. So this is something that I would like to work on. And I, I've thought about doing, you know, more or less like right hand magic and trying to do stuff like, you know, uh, 
what I where I want out of life, where I want this show to go, how successful I want this show to be, is trying to do stuff like that to put it out in the ethos. And I feel like I do that by just thinking about it on psychedelics or just in everyday waking life. Hey, this is going to be really successful. We're going to get more and more people and connect to more and more people so they can really enjoy our show. And we're going to spread out. When our wings are going to spread. And I'm going to fucking fly. I'm a peacock. I need to fly. Okay, so peacocks can't fly, can they? Can peacocks fly? Uh, a, a little bit. Are you not remembering <laughs> the other guys? I thought you were doing yeah, the best for the I other was. guys. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they don't fly, okay? They do fly. Yeah, about as much as a chicken. Yeah, that's true. So from here, you can scribe with a black mirror for divina- uh, divination, or you can use a black mirror to invoke a demon, which is not always the best practice because like, you got to be careful with these things. It can ruin your fucking life. It can, and it really depends on which aspect of demon evocation and invocation you are attempting to use, because mm-hmm. there are two very different schools of thought yeah. when it comes to evoking demons, which is you have demonology, which is the old school Solomonic, you know, by the by the seven holy names of God, I bind you to my will, demon. Yeah. Uh, and then you have demonolatry, which is basically like, hey, buddy, what's up? You want to wanna hang out for a little bit? You want to talk? You want to, like... You know, what's what's what do you got for me? What's what's going on? Let's chat. And that's that's essentially treating the being with dignity and respect and not talking down to it like, you know, like, oh, by the names of God, I bind you to my will, which tends to piss these things off. Yeah, Uh, it's much more of a like if you're not dealing with an out and out trickster, um, you might get better results that way. But you're also opening yourself up with zero protection. So. It's, yeah, it's you know, summoner beware. I agree. Do you want to get in the divination or you want me to Yeah, keep... I actually, uh, okay. I'm totally down for that. Okay. So divination is an attempt to gain insight into a question or situation by way of occultic standardized process or ritual, as we were talking about with, you know, setting the... Uh, the, the the scene, if you will, like like your candles there and your incense burning yeah. and your meditation and you have to... That's the thing with, with occult rituals. There are two very important things to start when you're, you're beginning a cultist. One, mm-hmm. if you say something, do it. Because what that does is it binds your words to truth, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, I'll be there at four. Don't show up at five. Show up at four. Because people will know, be like, when he speaks something, it is done. So yeah. it becomes that mindset of of when I use my, my word magic, is my bomb, words, motherfucker. exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and then the other is of course meditating. Meditate every fucking day, even if it's for five minutes. If you can only meditate for five minutes and you can only focus your brain to do it, do it for five minutes because pretty yeah. soon that five is going to turn into seven. That's going to turn into ten. That's going to turn into a half an hour. That's going to like you'll be able to, to eventually keep going. Yeah. But don't set goals that are so lofty that you won't achieve them because it will set you back. Start small. If yeah. you can only do two minutes, start with two minutes. Do two minutes every fucking day. Because my brain is like... You've noticed it. I just like my brain's fucking crazy. It works so fast, especially because I'm using a lion's mane and cordyceps and stuff like that. It helps with cognitive ability, but it also makes me like. It doesn't slow you down. It speeds you up. Yeah. But like, so anyone that's ever meditated for any long period of time will know you can meditate for a half an hour, set a timer on your phone and just sit in stillness for half an hour. Mm -hmm. It's going to feel like two hours. Yeah. It's not going to move slowly. Standardized practice of ritual in various yeah. forms throughout history of process reading signs, events, or omens, or through alleged contact with the supernatural age use this, pra- use this process. Mm-hmm. So start with the steps above. 
then look at the mirror with soft focus. Like I was saying, kind of focus, but not focus. Yeah. Um, soft focus means to focus your vision just a little before or a little behind the mirror. Oh, yeah. You're your supposed to like stare. You're supposed to not stare directly at it. Through you're it. You're supposed to stare like through it. Like um, how people say, if, if you're someone out there that has an issue with looking people in the eyes, you stare in the middle of their forehead. And it looks yeah. like you're staring in their eyes. That's a technique people use. Oh, I'm going to have to use that because my autism comes through and it's like, I can't really... You stare at their f f point and like the middle of their forehead. So your vision of the mirror should look like it's slightly out of focus picture. The easiest way to do this is to focus your vision so that you can see the whole mirror, but your vision is focused about an inch or two in front of the mirror. Um, look at the mirror with that soft focus for several minutes. You can blink regularly. As you stare, the mirror will sort of fog over. This is one of those instances where the smoke or the incense helps because oh, yeah, it's already true. starting to fog. That makes sense. It'll either just look a little hazy and grayer, or it'll cloud over or do something similar. Both are good responses and should some and, and are somewhat happening because of a biological mechanism about vision in general. Yeah. Your eyes have a hard time focusing on just one thing for long periods of time. So true. Uh, I think that is something that evolves from us when we were still prey. Yeah. Uh, it, it has to be you. You have to be focused on predators and everything like that. And now for uh, cell phones and short attention <laughs> spans. Yes. Um, but this response is the beginning of the process. Yeah. So until this happens, you're not going to get very far. This is a place where you either succeed or you don't. You have issues. Just keep practicing until this happens. Like I was saying, you know, if you can't meditate for five minutes, meditate for two. Yeah, just try. And keep doing that. Yeah. Consistent. Once it fogs over, keep looking with an open, clear mind and soft focus. You will likely begin to see or think about things. Just go with it and let yourself have the experience for as long as you need to. So a, a thing when people say, you know, clear your mind or whatever, yeah. it doesn't mean your mind is completely blank. It means that you're in an open and susceptive state. So yeah. you, you don't necessarily need to bat away the thoughts, but more like allow them to, you know, like Tai Chi where people are just moving for energy and stuff like that, yeah. and it's a very fluid flowing. Yeah, yeah. So treat it like that. <laughs> like, like a thought comes, you look at it, you observe it, and you push it away. And a thought comes, and you observe it, and you look at it, and that's you push interesting. it away. I, I just, I, that's the shit I want to get better at, is um, the quieting my mind and allowing me to calm down a bit, because I have so much going on with the show and my life and everything, that's just like, I have so many, okay, I got to get this done, edit this, this has got to be done. Like It's like, oh my... Especially recently, it's so much shit going on. But it's good. It's so easy to get overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. It's so, yeah. So at first, you may get little to nothing. This is normal. Just keep working on it. This is going to be like developing a muscle. Like, if you can only do a quarter of a pull-up, it's probably going to take you a while before you can do 100 pull-ups. Just keep practicing until you get it. Again, same thing. Two minutes, not yeah. ten. You eventually, you'll get to being able to do it for an hour. Uh, and often, you'll see things in your internal vision, like your imaginations rather than directly on the mirror. This is okay. All you really want are the visions. So just explore the process until you get it to work. Mm -hmm. It is like, it is kind of cool. Cause like, I don't know, like, it's just like, you gotta be careful with, with all this magic stuff. It, you know what I mean? It's you got, because this, you can open up a door that maybe necessarily you should don't want to. Um, I think it's, I think it's less, less that and more, you can open up a door, but it's not necessarily like, oh, I've opened up a door and some entity has taken a hold of me. It's more, I've opened up a door and I've learned some things about myself that I was not prepared to learn. Well, I, it's, it's hard. Cause even like when I, when I did uh, that Graham, and I watched the witch, uh, which is coming, it, it will be out 
uh, by the time this comes out. And I said to Aaron, I was like, afterwards, like when I was walking back to the house and I took a gram, we watched The Witch, I felt, and me and Chelsea also spoke about like uh, hauntings that we like in, in, in houses that we felt bad energy at. Like mm-hmm. uh, one of these houses I grew up with, uh, in, uh, like I grew up in and stuff like that. So I was in this weird, like, like spooky mode. And then I was looking like, and after that movie of like the thing about the black magic and the dark arts and how it still exists and all that stuff, I was like, I was like, should I use the? I shouldn't have used the Ouija board. And I was like having these thoughts. And then when I'm sober, I'm like, whatever. I don't, I don't care about it. But I was like, it was giving me like these bad, creepy feelings. Like uh, maybe I, because I, this Ouija board once said to me that I had nine spirits attached to me, some good, some bad. And I always think of that because I was like, it's weird. What is following me around? Maybe. So, but here's the thing. There's good and bad in all. And I, I think something that we and, and maybe it's just me being a dumb Westerner and yeah. mixing things together. But I, I think the marriage of East and West when it comes to magical philosophy is an invaluable tool. So like in, in Western occultism, you don't necessarily have that um, thought of like duality being an integral part of nature yeah. where it's like bad cannot exist without good. Good cannot exist without bad. Light cannot exist without dark mm-hmm. type situation where it, like in, in the West, it's much more like, no, these are demonic entities. This is God. God is yeah. good. These are bad. There is no intermixing of but the I've, two. I felt bad energy. I felt it at house. Of course, but but evil cannot exist without good, yeah, and, and there right. needs to be a balance of some sort. Which is why, like you know, when you have the the, the new like age Star practitioners Wars, that are right? all like, love and light, yeah. man, nothing but love and light. They're generally involved in some super dark shit, and I don't mean magic. I mean their personal lives are generally yeah. like because they don't they've not done their shadow work, as Young would say. And and anyone that tells you that their their shadow work is complete is full of shit. Oh no, your for your sure. your work continues until you're no longer on this plane. No, no, I agree because I'm working on my own stuff, like in in like dealing with my mental health more than I've ever done in my life, and like obviously it goes in waves. But I've I'm generally trying to be like the happiest I can be and and do that for other people. And like and I think that that's why psychedelics are important. You've, you've heard the whole focusing on happiness is a surefire way of disappointing of disappointment, right? Too like you don't necessarily mm. want to focus on the end goal being like, like no. think of it like a genie wish or a monkey's paw, where it's like I want this, so yeah. but you're hyper fixated on that one thing, and you don't understand all of the negative that can come with that. Oh, you're not no. prepared for it. I just want to be so. as like is is uh, uh, like as the best version of me essentially is what exactly. I want to do because yes. I, I want to uh, like, tr- I, I notice now, and this is because of psilocybin literally that I, I'm more like conscious of like how other people feel. And I want to be the more there for people and caring and loving and shit like that. Where before I was angry and, and too is selfish. And now like I'm learning not to be that way. And these things can change people's lives. And that's why I do want to do a show about it. So remember uh, self-hatred is still an ego trip. It's so true. So and uh, so often you can see like internal visions, like it, maybe it's your imagination rather than like on like the it might just be in your head too, and that's okay because you want visions. That's the whole process of the work, and you just kind of want to see inside yourself. And I'm sure that it happens within your mind. But basically, you just look into the mirror's fog, keep an open mind, and let whatever comes through. Sometimes it's nonsense. Sometimes it's really helpful. It's you either connecting with the uh, like you know the the unconscious mind or something like the universe itself as you see and have all these experiences. It's you know it's dip, it's you got to actually it's just allowing you to kind of let go and to in you know I don't think it's necessarily dark forces because it might be like your higher self. And, is it, and it's a process. Yeah. It's a magical practice. You're yeah. never going to be 
you know, like you, you can reach the ascended master state. But if you look at it, Crowley didn't reach ascended master. Lavosky didn't reach ascended no. master. Like it's it's a thing. Crowley it's a, fucked whole little process. boys. Remember that. And those and look, <laughs> I've never seen proper evidence to say like to me that's always been hearsay. I'm not saying Crowley was a good dude. He was a bastard. Why was David Ike saying? Isn't David Ike's word the, the no, gospel? No, David Ike's word is only is only gospel to you. <laughs> And millions of other people. No one's see. I'm a I'm a discord. I'm a discordian, and I'm prohibited from believing anything that I read. Yeah, that's true. So, so like the you got now we're talking about like like invoking something, and and you can actually invoke and summon a demon. I wouldn't necessarily think we're gonna put everything out there, but I wouldn't necessarily try this. So fun story. At a very tumultuous point in my life, I was uh, engaging in mirror magic. Um, just because I was very susceptible to a whole lot of shit. And I was like, you know what? Good, bad, or indifferent. I'm going to pull something through. So I sat there and I did the practice of essentially drawing myself into a mirror, which is you sit, you meditate, you do it however you want. Um, yeah. I generally prefer to medita- meditate sky clad. And for our practitioners that know what that is, good for you. But I'm what not explaining it. What the fuck is that shit? I'm not explaining it. Look no. it up. Okay. Sky clad. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sounds like a SoundCloud rapper. You uh you basically focus until you disappear. In the in the mirror, right? In the mirror. Oh fucking yeah. weird. You basically enter into the you have to disassociate enough that you watch your reflection. You just focus yourself getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Have you seen this? Have you done this? I've yeah, this is what I'm saying. And it's and uh, without weird, going man. into too much detail, I had something after that happened, that liked to just hang out in the corner of my room quite a bit. Freaked a lot of people out. Didn't bother me a whole bunch. And eventually, you know, it had to be banished just because it was have freaking everybody else out. I've, I know people that have, but I've never yeah. used it. No, I've, I I saged. Uh, I Palo Alto'd yeah. uh, all of it, smudging. Basically, uh, I, I didn't have to get forceful with it. Mm-hmm. It was much more of a just like, hey, there's a great big world out there. You don't got to hang out here. Gotta this space is my space. Forceful ghost, man. Remember, I got fucking one one uh, molested me. <laughs> yes, it's our sexy ghost episodes. But um, see, when I was a kid, though, I I was very much into that idea where I was attempted to summon incubuses through blood magic. Yeah, and I'm sure I like I was a stupid kid when I told that story. I was like laughing because in my head, like I was a kid and I believed the Ouija board was telling me this. But I was like, "Where's this information coming from?" And that's gonna come later on of my experiences because the Ouija board episode is probably gonna be fairly long, and that's our Halloween special. Is because I have so many stories and people that I introduced, like my stepbrother, and it like he supposedly called Zozo and shit like that, and did like some really like you couldn't. This is stuff you shouldn't do. Stuff I never. <laughs> How did. fucked up would it be if you call Zozo and it's just Jimmy? Page just shows up and locks you in a basement because you're a 14 year old girl. <laughs> yeah, I know. And like, it's just, and then don't, I'm not saying that Zoza, that's who he called, but he started invoking where they started seeing things like in the darkness, like him and his brothers, and felt like weird and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, maybe you shouldn't be fucking messing around with this stuff. And he was saying that the demon was like, um, like doing like numerology, like just numbers. And I told, like, well, this is from like a piece of paper and a shot glass and some marker, but. Because I was like, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't have got him into this. this is Dude, it's the same thing with psychedelics. Idea. Some people are just not ready for it, and you don't. That's that is the danger. I think is you yeah. don't want to turn somebody onto it. That's a just gonna dabble, 
Yeah. And B is not psychically or mentally prepared. No. For what and I say it's a journey. It's a, uh, I gave Billy um, a microdose pills and he told me, he's like, he's like, I didn't really feel much. And I was like, it's, you're not supposed to, it's just supposed to help your brain. But he's like, there, but there was times of it. He's like, I did not like it. So I'm imagining the weird feelings you get in the, uh, sometimes mm-hmm. your brain gets a little like foggy and stuff like that. And I said to him, he's like, I was like, you gotta let go, man, and shit. And he was like, uh, what do you say? Suppress and oppress or something is how you, I live or something. Suppress <laughs> and repress. Yeah. Billy's a uh, lock it away and don't deal with it. Yeah. It's an effective strategy for some people. <laughs> so I was like, okay, man. I don't think it's good or healthy in the long run. No. I think it's going to either lead to you, you know, completely disassociating and becoming a fucking serial killer, or it's going to lead to you having a stroke because no, you're, yeah. you haven't ever dealt with the shit that you're dealing with. I so, and I, and I was like, it, it, like I was saying, people that want like that use or, or interested in psychedelics, like, you know, I'm going to repeat it because it's changing my life, but essentially like that, like you got to know you want to take this journey and you want to, you have to know that you want to fix your head. Because if you're going into it just like, oh, this is for fun, it's not going to work. You're not, you're going right. to fuck up your head most likely. I think for most people, it is, it, it's absolutely necessary to have had a, a long, dark night of the soul before entering into any occult practices. Yeah. You really have to have sat down and had a 100%. long, hard look at who you are and what you want and what's going on. And, or you start extremely young. You somehow get into it, you know, when you're like 10. Like I did, which is yeah, like I was like eleven or twelve. Yeah, it's like somehow it just like I think some people are just drawn to the occult world, and those are the people that have. It's that have who we are just, beyond this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Where it's like you know being a kid and, and either being a hyper aware or a hyper fixated child that's like no, I can hear and I can see things that don't necessarily. And I'm translate talking about this staring at the image on the screen of like we have like a for all the audio listeners like a it looks like a mirror with a lady looking through it. I was like actually getting kind of creeped out by it. I was like just thinking about. For all of our video listeners, if you guys uh, are gonna you know anybody wants to hang through and uh, and comb through, what I keep thinking of, my brain keeps thinking of is the the scrying mirror that I have right there. Oh yeah. I'm like maybe oh, go through the yeah. whole video and see if even just one thing flashes up on it. I didn't even. Y- I didn't even think about that because that's, that's cause why I put it in there. the camera and I'm like, oh, I would I would like to like mm. see if I could find it. Uh, I'd be fucking crazy if something did move or you saw like a shadow. Well, dude, when the uh, when the shit fucking stops stops tweaking out and you can finally come out here, we should go do a uh, we should go do a ritual somewhere. I would do it. I'm open to it, and I'm I w- I'm open to even using the Ouija board and stuff again, but like not in my home. Yeah, not, no. Let's uh, go to the. We'll I mean? go to the woods. We'll go. We'll go to the forest somewhere. We'll go. We'll go to the water. Or like an, oh, we'll I go, like, like I have really good. Would be cool. I, yeah. So, oh, dude, there's so many haunted. That's hotels. what I'm we saying. We're like that. just yeah. seeing. Hey, what's here? What's around? Just wanted to pop in and say hey. Yeah. And because and I feel like my because my energy is shifting. I feel like when I was a kid, I was depressed, angry, all this shit that was going on, an alcoholic, as uh, drinking to suppress all my fucking bullshit. And I was allow and using stuff like Ouija boards. And I was allowing these dark energies, I believe, to come into my life. And I feel like they cursed me. I felt cursed for a long time where I just I, I, I kept thinking of these bad thoughts and going through all this bad shit. And I was like, what has happened to fucking me? Did I curse myself by using the Ouija board? But now I've noticed as I'm like more love and light, as gay as that sounds, it's it, I feel that way where. And I, I feel like there's no energies around me that can fuck with me and stuff like that because of my mental state. That's a strong thing, though. You you all, you invoked and then shed 
yeah. those negative things. Because I, I have very similar experiences in life that I, we don't have time to go into right now. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's it's very much like a I, for the longest time, thought that I had some very negative shit attached to me because yeah. of the practices that I engaged in when I was a teenager. Like, I would just summon whatever, willy-nilly. That's dangerous. And, like, for Is a very it? long time thought that, well, I was a depressed kid and I didn't care. I, I was very much of the reptilians were talking to me, man. I don't know. And I was like, great. Oh I was attempting God. to fucking open the door to Azathoth to devour the world. <laughs> okay. Like, Jesus, like I was that. very much a let's burn it all down <laughs> yeah. kind of person. Jesus and fuck. and I've I've reached a different point in my life at this point, which is like I don't have yeah. that negativity attached to me in that regard. So oh man, it's so crazy. It goes so deep with all the stuff, and I'm like I'm and I wonder, do you notice how I've changed over the last couple? Yes. Months? No, it, it's very apparent. Um, I I don't know if it's if it's more apparent to our listeners that don't see you as much as I do because yeah. I talk to you every day. But if you think if you go so, back in the show, I sound so different even when we started than how I think now and stuff. I would like listening to old episodes. And I was like, okay, is there anything? I need to cut it's fucking weird and the fact Dude, my brothers like, you have and done Billy, you yeah <laughs> so good like like I, I really do I do believe that um just in the in the, the mild transformation that you've made yeah it's, and, it's, since it's, you started I doing see it. it my it's, Chelsea sees it's it. obvious it's 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 pretty interesting and it's just like and my brother's like you and Billy used to argue so much in the older episodes and I was like we were drunk <laughs> like like he's like especially the CISO hotel which might be a strange brew redo there's stuff I'm looking at maybe redoing but uh it's he's watch like, the fucking Zach Baggins documentary about it <sighs> so I fucking fucking funny. hate that prick so much <laughs> I watched it too it was so <sighs> corny um so obviously for like talking about demons in general and evoking you basically repeat like the process of the divination of using the mirror uh, you but make contact with a spirit through a sigil or whatever you want or simply I'm going to explain like what the sigil method is like so as a sigil is a type of symbol used in magic the term has usually referred to a type of pictorial signature of a deity or a spirit so like what like a picture yeah take I, the fucking picture off <laughs> yeah it, um, so this is the sigil of Lucifer so this is like what you would attempt to like it's not this that's the sigil of Baphomet. Is that and that's where the Satanic Bible like if you see yeah it's right there um, yeah the, the actual, sigil of Baphomet is to evoke it, it's not not to evoke necessarily that's that's a whole different thing but that's the sigil that's the Church of Satan whatever so but this is the that's what that douchebag tattoo artist has tattooed on his chest uh, from this master yeah what's well, his, yeah so what's his oh name? Dave Navarro is not a tattoo artist oh yeah he's just a guy he, oh he's just he's a band. musician <laughs> yeah I, I forgot about that fucking Dave Navarro. Um, yeah, like Dave Navarro is uh, like. Look, if I could, if I could summon one demon to fuck me for the rest of eternity, it would It'd be, be him. Navarro. He looks like dude. A Dave Navarro looks looking. like Satan, and I'm yeah. all about it. I could, uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. So obviously, <laughs> you want a sigil or some sort of essentially like, um, would you say like a symbol, symbolic, uh, something that so, is in our culture? Like you know, if you want yeah. to summon certain demons, they have certain symbols associated with them. So all demons in the in the Goetia, so you have the High Goetia and the Lesser Goetia, which is all the Solomonic magic, all demons have a sigil attached to them. Yeah. But in a non-demonic fashion, so here, for example, this is something that's frequently used in chaos magic, and I use it myself quite a bit. This right here is a linking sigil. Weird. So, say you are trying. It looks to like get a bunch of arrows for the audio listeners. It's just a bunch. Yeah, of it's arrows it's basically it's it's a sig rune with arrows on the end of it, and it's an L rune with arrows on the end of it on the points, and then a little dot uh, behind the first jet down of the the sig rune. 
And um, so <sighs> say you're attempting to, let's just keep using the most superficial thing we can, money. You're attempting yeah. to invoke money. So take a dollar bill or a coin or something. Take a, a, a coin purse where you put some, some change in it or whatever. Scratch that linking sigil into it and whatever other sigil you want because there is there are a couple methods, and Tom, I'll talk to you about this later uh, outside of, of here. There are a couple methods of making your own sigils. And I found well, in I my practice that, that maybe, is the most powerful maybe way to do it. Maybe that on the Halloween live special. No. because well, Yes, but no. You don't show other random people your sigils. Oh. That is something that is directly connected to you and that others can engage and attack on you by attacking that sigil. Okay, that makes sense. I and I understand that, and like, and even says here that it's like uh, it's kind of like chaos magic, but it says sigils refer to a symbolic representation of the practitioner's desired outcome. Yes. So, so yeah, money. Like that's exactly it's. You know what I mean? So like anything. So um, could you do like? <laughs> could you be like I want a bigger dick, and you just like set like a huge dildo? Like you think that would do like work? Yeah, but again, monkey's paw rules, man. I want a bigger dick. You lose your dick in a horrific accident, oh, and yeah. they attach oh, yeah. a new Fuck. one, or they don't attach a new one, and now you have to use a strap on to please your partner, and it's way bigger oh, than yeah. your actual dick, but it ain't your dick. Is that it's a good movie? Else. I feel like there's a with the monkey paw movie. There's something like um. It's an old story. It's there's a there's been a billion movies yeah. with the monkey paw. My favorite is of course the Simpsons yeah, episode with the monkey paw. <laughs> turkey's a little dry. Oh god, the turkey's a little dry. Uh, or you have that great movie um, <laughs> with uh, Brandon Fraser in it. Because she's Beda- like a genie. Uh, bedazzled? Yeah, it always goes no, wrong No, she's for the him. devil. Oh, yeah, she is the devil. That's it, a remake oh, of an yeah. old movie, too. She's and the it devil. it always goes yeah. wrong for him. Like, he wants to be a basketball player. The tiny dick. Yeah. Tiny <laughs> dick. Hey, come on, man! <laughs> so, uh, it's, like, so, you gotta use the sigil. Like, you can use that. You can also make an offering, like an incense or blood, which is fucking uh, pretty crazy. Incense, blood, or um, fluids. You can pee on it or come on it? Come, come on, on it. it. So okay. I, I, those are the ones that I've, I've practiced. I've practiced I was blood, say, blood and cum that. magic are generally the, the two strongest that I've, that I've used. I could, uh, orgone. I like, it's generally called orgone magic. Yeah. Uh, it goes back to Wilhelm Reich, who was considered a quack by most people. If but. I got into more of the occult stuff when I was like an emo kid, I could picture me and be like, cut my wrist. And be like, See, I was a blood. goth kid. I wasn't a fucking emo kid. At least that's what kid. I told myself. But I was, I was a fucking vile little Satanist bastard. But not in the, like, I'm going to go sacrifice animals. I was very much like... A person who followed the satanic tenets in 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 Levay's order, which is like, don't hurt other people, don't sacrifice animals. You are engaging oh, in yeah, your yeah. will, yeah, and yeah. you are engaging sure. in your will because the universe is uncaring and unknowing, and there is nothing out there that is going to help you other than what you invoke in yourself. No, I agree. It is that it is um, uh, secular humanism is what Levay yeah. and Satanism is generally called because it's atheism. Yeah, and and now that, that's coming. Probably we'll see like next year. We're doing there, and the fucking before anyone else does, it, we're doing a whole Satanism series in like yes, talk, like it's and we're actually in our hell series yeah, and everything like hell that. It's series, just it's, that's what life has been so fucking busy. I have not had a chance to write the hell episode up yet. Yeah, because it's essentially going to be hell, hellfire club, fucking Levee Satanism, and then other branches of Satan. It's going to be a pretty interesting thing, and it, I shut that up because that's coming. And uh, it is like, I don't know, fucking. Stay tuned. Yeah, and then also, uh, eventually, I'm going to find pictures and stuff like that for the Patreon. Is we're going to do an episode of show each other when we're like younger. And Aaron's going to do it too. And like, uh, you know, just how ridiculous um, we all were as kids and teenagers and shit. 
So obviously you can make all this and open the sigil, and then, you know, and stare at the sigil. So the item or whatever you're using with the same kind of soft focus mentioned in the previous section, chant the entity's name or incantation, feel like you're opening yourself up to the entity and the entity on the other side of the sigil is waiting for you to react, which is fucking quite scary, actually. For the love of all things self-preservation, know who and what you're speaking yeah. to before you call it forth. Scary as fuck. That's why f- it yeah. doesn't hurt if it's your first couple times and you're dealing with something new. It does not hurt to draw a protection thing around yourself. And the person that I, I, I don't want to mention any names, the, the, I guess I kind of did, but nobody knows who he is. But essentially, like, the person that I and showed the Ouija board and stuff like that, and he got into, like, calling on demons. And he had a kind of hard life the past couple of years and a weird life. So it's just like, he, and I believe that if you invoke something, it could essentially plague your life. Oh, it'll knock you the fuck around. Yeah, um, and I, I, I think that. I think in a lot of ways that's um, your if stuff. you're not yeah if you're not prepared to test your limits on what you can deal with like so for me I did a lot of my occult practices in high school yeah um, when I was when I was a teenager because uh, for males that's also like a time where you have the most energy mm-hmm. um, and especially too if you haven't had sex yet you know for a yeah. lot of people uh, it's supposedly stronger I you know kind of snipped that off really early so it didn't mm-hmm. really help but. Um, it's, it was something that like my early, my late teen years and my early twenties were extremely rough. Uh, you know, like, like homeless and like a whole bunch of really bad mental health shit and everything like that. And I think a lot of that could very well, very well be tied to a lot of the practices that I engaged in, but they made me infinitely stronger. Yeah, and I know I agree, and that makes sense too. And like, it's just about invoking the stuff, and like, you're kind of like, it's just you got to be careful, is what I'm saying, because you don't fucking yeah. know what uh, you could be bringing into your life. Because energies thing, exist, and frequencies exist. There's things beyond our reality that we'll never explain. And yeah, it's been in our are, culture. Are you gonna go off the street and just see? So you see somebody, you're like, I really like that person's shirt. Want to come hang out in my house for the next six hours? And that's all you know. That's literally it. Like, you're not going to do that. It's the same thing as inviting something in that you don't know and you don't understand. You look cool. You want to come hang out inside my home and let me give you a tour of everything in my home and let me tell you some really deep. Thank you. Yeah. It's be cautious. Yeah. So essentially you're leaving yourself open and you stare at the sigil and now the sigil is open. Again, this may like it just may be you get the maybe it's a feeling, maybe you see something inside your mind, you kind of just go with it and the connection begins. You got don't kind of overthink this. And then when the sigil is open, turn your focus to the mirror and stare with soft focus and imagine the sigil on the mirror and the representation. That game, and I would love to maybe show it on the Patreon a bit that I've been playing, is that agony game is crazy because you like paint symbols with blood of sigils to open mm-hmm. doorways and stuff in hell and in the realms of hell. And it's fucking, the game's beyond crazy and it's like, it's a good representation of the image of what hell could be even though I don't necessarily believe in it. So imagine the sigil on the other side and like all this fog starts to how you you see fog it's getting all foggy and you know it's it's it's, it's foggy bro and then you only you can you just gotta imagine the sigil on the mirror just keep imagining it's there and as the mirror goes over you allow yourself to see the entity at first your focus this may you know you may see think you're seeing something but maybe you aren't and the skill you have to develop and you most likely won't see anything at first so pretending to see it is more helpful so you're imagining in your mind's eye is how i would kind of put it it's the fake it till you make it. And then you thank the the fucking entity for joining you. Ask them a question for, you know, guidance or whatever you want. At this point, you basically 
um, have just done the evocation. Uh, am yeah. I saying that right? With the with them in the mirror, uh, rather than something else. So, do you want to talk about how to banish these things? And that's what we're kind of like. We'll end it on that kind of thing because it's you know it's we basically told you how to summon demons. <laughs> so, yes, we did tell you. Okay, so again. <laughs> For uh, <laughs> this is maybe a bad idea. Don't, no, put, like, no for everybody that we sure. that is listening to this, that is thinking about, you know, hey, I maybe I want to try this. Remember what I just said, fucking t- less than ten minutes ago. Yeah. Know who you're speaking with. Hundred percent. Know the intent. You don't call a revenge demon because you want money. You don't call a revenge demon because you want your crush to notice you. Yeah. You call things that exist. Within those confines, so you have entities that are uh, things that engage in, in knowledge, in wisdom, yeah. in insight, or finances, or love, or revenge, or this, or that. It is a very specialized thing. You don't go to a fucking ear, nose, and throat doctor because you have prostate cancer. Why not, man? Maybe he's because good at sniffing out the prostate cancer. Because they don't know that <laughs> they're not experts in that field of medicine. <laughs> Okay, exactly. that's why you want an expert in that field. Yeah, and that's why you don't trust doctors that are paid by big pharma because they're trying to sell you something. <laughs> so, like, you essentially want to banish these things out, right? That's the whole idea. Is and end it as you wish. Um, so, do you, so wanna you want into to get into a little more detail? Yeah. yeah, like how to banish these things and make sure that they're gone. So, where were we on that? It's the one. very, Let's very see. bottom. It's just like yeah, ending yeah. It and so. Your at first, you may too. need to force, or sorry. If you can only sort of imagine the sigil on the mirror, that's still good. Just imagine it, and it feels like it's there. As the mirror fogs over, allow yourself to see the entity in the mm. mirror. At first, you may need to force this a bit. Oh, yep, we already did that. Yeah. Um, Banish so, and as you wish. Yeah, so I hope this has demystified and simplified the process of black mirror scrying. It's kind of a complicated process, but mostly because it assumes you have specific magical skills that are already developed, as yeah. I've just said. Yeah, and the thing is, too, like, so, and you want to, would you... You kind of just end it like how a Ouija board, you say goodbye, like kind of get out of my surrounding or... You say goodbye, you do the lesser banishing of the pentagram ritual. Uh, again, if you, this is your first time... Delvic, could you close that fucking image, please? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if this is your first time delving yeah. into magical things, you don't, if it's your first time swimming, you don't go jump into the fucking ocean off of a boat. Yeah. Do not go yeah. into deeper waters than you are comfortable. One of my hip hop lines was like, "When you're researching this stuff, um, um, don't jump off the deep end. Go in feet uh, feet first. I have a rhyme or something, but put, put like dipping your toe in, uh, essentially before you like dive. Uh, make sure you dive feet first in, so then you're not like putting your head directly into the water, and then something you bad need can to happen. You need to baptize yourself in the waters before you think you can swim across the channel. Yeah, exactly. Is, is the way that I, I've I've described it. I really like this episode. It was like, it was like, it's, it gets so like, you can get deep in on this stuff and everything like that. Especially like, because we, it's been a while since I feel like we've talked about like the occult and like that side of things. And like, mm-hmm. and then Halloween, this time is like a very much like brings that out of the, you know, the death and decay of nature to bring nature again, you know, in the, the, the end, that's well, the period of transition. Solstice, it's, yeah. solstice. Yeah. And it's like, so you, I feel like the energies do shift on the world and you can kind of feel it. And this is a perfect spooky moon that we're going to get into the Ouija board too. And like a really in depth episode about the Ouija board. Like it's going to be, I picture like two, two and a half hours. So it's, did you watch the Ouija movies? I liked them. I haven't. I actually would revisit the Ouija board movies this year, and I'm sure, like, if I, I could convince Chelsea to watch them because they're. I 
Some of them were actually fairly good, I remember. I remember the original one the being kind of yeah, just was... shitty, which was the, like the one where just a bunch of teenagers with their dead friend and what have you. But I I do remember Ouija Origin of Evil yeah, yeah. being pretty fucking good. I remember that too, and that and like and it might be a good idea, like because there's so much content going on between um, our show, your show that's starting, and then Aaron's show because we're all kind of connected on the umbrella of Hostheads Productions and shit like that. Yeah, go is, check out the Reverend Kaiju's House of Trash. Uh, yeah, a yeah. first class horror vampires episode that's out. Yeah. Um, oh, you already released it. It'll be out by the time this episode. Oh, that's out. fucking. Oh, that's dope. That's sick because I think uh, <coughs> yeah, there's just a lot of stuff coming, as I'm saying. So to we're able to go into these other realms of because of the different shows that we all do and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to do some more movie and horror stuff and like talk about like maybe next year we can talk about the Ouija board horror movies. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So I, like, I figure we'll talk about those on the episode. Yeah. So th- yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we get into. I'm super excited. Uh, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. You know, everybody love, love everybody is the whole... Uh, Don't summon anything you're yeah. not prepared to deal with, people. I cannot fucking repeat this enough. Take it from people that have done it and have lived through it, and, like, you're not going to have a good time. No, no. Or you'll be saying this. I was good to you, Mikey. Did you, did you get that? Because that's a frequent thing that we're saying in our stream. Wolf is always doing the, I was good to you, Mikey. Yeah, yes, that's funny. And then because uh, uh, we and Aaron talked about, all, we watched uh, Halloween 2. And uh, oh that's God, coming for a commentary. Fucking we pile ripped of shit it apart. Movie. We ripped it apart. The movie like, sucks so bad. I was like, why is this happening? Why is Rob Zombie's wife in this so often? Like, she's like, just why did they add her in? And is the ghost. We're going to put her on a like, white oh, horse. So strange. Strange, but wait for that why? one. That you you will love that. It's actually a f- really good episode because we really I'm excited. dive deep, and that's when we I'm talk about getting rock into Rock Your Picture Show with you because I didn't know that Aaron loves that movie too and shit. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. That episode. Have you not seen my Creature of the Night shirt? I don't think so. We sh- you're gonna have oh, to yeah. wear that on that. So that's a huge thing coming too. There's a lot of stuff. So I'm excited to talk about all this stuff, and we hope you guys are too. And you know, we hope you have a good Halloween. And remember, the live special is October 28th, 6:30 p.m. on uh, Eastern Time on like YouTube. Um, probably it'll be on Facebook and um, Twitch and all that stuff. So make sure you tune into that because we want people to engage and to talk to us. And you can, uh, we're gonna get into. Uh, the idea, so, and uh, Anton, I think I've talked to you about this, is everyone's going to bring a scary story and a scary video. So, and I'm, that's, it's going to be fucking fun. I'm so excited. Hell of fuck yeah. And then, the, obviously, the Halloween special about the Ouija War will come out the Halloween weekend. And, like I said, the best time, like, watch this stuff. When you when the specials are happening, make sure you tune on the YouTube because it's meant for more of a visual. Sure the fuck is. Awesome. Well, everybody love everybody. Stay strange and keep watching Let's go It's time to party everybody Let's party like the Illuminati Get your cups up and drink the blood You're about to get fucked up It's time to party everybody Let's party like the Illuminati Get your cups up and drink the blood You're about to get fucked up Oh shit, you just crossed the line You go bitch, toss them dimes Your only focus is on Living 
say, oh, you won't hear a sound. What's the flavor of the week now? Behaving like I creeped away. You sleep around. You should stay asleep instead of being here now. Walk past bedrooms, hear weird sounds. You got nice, it's clear when you feel down. And I lost my path. I want to disappear after what I feel now. Stay locked inside. Stay. Stop. I hate the loss of lives. I've got pride. Why you caught me on the sidelines? This is my time. Smoke so much, I should be on high times. My lines, powerful like coke to your mind. Powerless like white clones in a white home in DC. And I was diagnosed with OCD. Mixed it's down more party, everybody. Let's party like the Illuminati. Get your guts up and drink that blood. You're about to get fucked up. It's time to party, everybody. Let's party like the Illuminati. Get your guts up and drink that blood. You're about to get fucked up. Sitting at the bar stool, drinking like any cat cartoons. Getting fucked up like many packs start. Find it hard to talk to anyone around. Can't see the time on your watch. Down on the stool, falling down all around. Eyes watching the drunken fool, thinking drinking is fucking cool. Until you're in a fucking pool, all alone, vomit. Acknowledge when it's time to stop. When your mind's lost, can't find your thoughts. As a man, I find it odd to understand those kinds of broads. I'm looking one of a kind broad that stole my heart years ago. Cold and dark, and sold and off. My mind torn apart by the thoughts I hold in shorts of my reverence. And I'm smaller than you, you can't reach my intelligence It's time to buy